Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Down Football. I am your host, and in today's episode, there's actually I actually have a, a couple of topics to talk about. This is basically just NFL news part two is going to be what this episode's called. And there's been a few a few activities happening around the league, and I am actually bringing back an old segment that I used to do, Hall of Fame or Hall of Pretty Good. I am going to be doing it at the end near the end of this episode um yeah this episode's not really going to be a long one because i do have to go over to matt and we have to record for our podcast over there and i also have a little surprise for you guys at the end of this so without further ado let's get started the first subject i'm going to be talking about is the bronco staffing so as you all might have heard uh, the Broncos acquired Sean Payton, which very good hire. Hire, thank God for that. Very good hire. However, there is one one hire that Sean Payton did that I am not a fan of. It's obviously the Vance Joseph hire for the defensive coordinator position. Um, as you guys might know or might not know, Vance Joseph actually used to be the Broncos head coach a couple years ago. Or I'd say about five years ago, he was the head coach. Because Yeah, Vic Fangio did too. Yeah, so he first started five years ago. We had Vance Joseph. We didn't really see anything good coming out of that for, for him being a head coach. Obviously, we didn't make the playoffs, nor did we have a winning record. Um, so this hire is kind of questionable because obviously he did get the uh, defensive coordinator job for Arizona, but his defense was ranked like in the 20s. So why would you, why? That's just my question is why? You literally could have hired anyone else. And you know, there there's also an old saying. I, I've heard this in plenty of shows. Like I've heard it in Bar Rescue actually. And so the, the host of the show tells uh, like the manager is to fire another employee. However, the manager is like, well, why can't we just demote her to like a server? And it's like, no, you you can't do that. That that just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would I fire? It, it'd, be, it'd be like me, for example, if like I had employees, like why would I fire someone and then bring them back? That doesn't make any sense. So with us bringing back Vance Joseph, that really doesn't make any sense. Let's be real here. It does not make any sense because some some of the players who are still on the team that have been coached by Vance Joseph aren't big fans of him either, right? So it really it doesn't make sense. And if we are bringing back coaches, right, why didn't we bring back Vic Fangio? Like, I mean, Vic Fangio wasn't a better head coach, but I mean... When he was the head coach, the team, the defense was top 10. And like everyone says, Vic Fangio is one of the four horsemen in in the NFL when it terms to defensive coordinator. Him and when Wade Phillips was in the league, Wade Phillips, right? Wade, yeah, he was a really good defensive coordinator, I, I have to say. But like, why couldn't we bring back Vic Fangio? Or you know what? Fuck it. 
Let's go to the USFL. Tell Wade Phillips, you know what? You can get, you can uh, resign from your head coaching gig there and come back and be a defensive coordinator again. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. But clearly Sean Payton knows what he's doing. So, yeah, we're going to see where that goes. I mean, I'm not... I have some high expectations for the Broncos this year only because Sean Payton's a, probably a Hall of Fame head coach or going to be a Hall of Fame head coach. So we're going to see what he can do. So that's the end of that. And in other news, I want to talk about the Raiders situation and Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah. So as you guys might might have seen like videos like whether it be on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, pretty much you we see Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't happy with in Green Bay. Uh, he wants to leave. He wants to get traded. And a lot of people are saying that he'll go to the Raiders. Now, that could be a possibility if Green Bay didn't want such a huge trade package for him. Like, they're talking about a couple first-round picks and, like, some players that they could develop around. Like, let's be real here. Aaron Rodgers is an elite QB. He has four MVPs. He's won a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, he's probably, one of the be- he's probably one of the best QBs to ever play. However, he is getting up there in age. He is in his mid to late 30s. He's going to reach 40 soon, so, I mean... Why the hell would anyone trade a couple first-round picks for a dude who's going to retire in a couple years? That just doesn't make sense to me. It'd be like last year when the Rams and the Detroit Lions literally just traded QBs. And uh, the Rams gave them so many first-round picks for Stafford. Well, yes, Stafford did win a Super Bowl with with the Rams in his first year, right? But look what happened this year. You didn't, the Rams didn't really lose that many uh, good players. Let's be real here. The only players they lost were like Von Miller, Von Miller and Robert Woods. Those and, oh, and OBJ. That's pretty much it. And look how dog shit they did this year. Like Matthew Stafford regressed. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Like, if you were to play, like, it's funny. If you were to go and play Madden, like, you you play Madden 20, like, 22, he's, like, a 90 overall. But then if you play it this year and you updated it, he's only a 70. And so is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's only, like, a 70, 75 now. One of the two. But they fucking did him dirty. Matt, EA, you did Matt Stafford dirty like holy smokes you did him dirty bro just crazy but yeah like i was saying there are a lot like the raiders might trade for rogers everyone's saying that or you know what rogers just might get up and like retire just straight up what else does he have to prove he's won four mvps for god's sake he's been to so many pro bowls and he has a Super Bowl. And he's probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer in the next six, seven years. So what really does he have to prove? Nothing. So he's either going to go with the Raiders or just straight up retire. I'm going to lean towards, you know, 
retirement and, you know, just end the era of all the good QBs that we had growing up. But we'll have to see. Other news with the Raiders again, they are actually suffering from cap space. They are way over their cap space limit. And this this is a problem because for that, we saw them get rid of Derek Carr. Now, obviously, Derek Carr still has to find a job. Like, he did visit the Saints, and I believe he visited the Jets as well. But they did it because, oh, Josh McDaniels sees something in Jared Stidham. Well, Jared Stidham was like a third-string QB with the Patriots, so I don't know what the fuck he's seeing in him. But, you know, let's all praise Josh McDaniels because, you know, he, he did he was a head coach before, but he did absolute dog shit. But he's won Super Bowls with the Patriots, so you know what? Let's give him credit for that. But fuck me, man. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. thinking. Like, Derek Carr's a five-time pro bowler. Like, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, but anyway, with cap space. Devontae Adams takes up $19.4 million in cap space. So that precedes a problem. He's going to have to sit down with Devontae Adams, which, by the way, is an elite QB and probably a top five wide, or sorry, not QB, fuck, top five wide receiver in the league right now. You're going to have to sit him down and say, listen, you are going to have to take a pay cut. Like, you are going to have to take a massive pay cut. Or... They're just going to trade trade him. I mean, look how much they gave up to, to even acquire him from Green Bay. And they're probably going to, they're just probably going to trade him because Devontae Adams is going to sit there and be like, fuck no. I, I know what I'm worth, right? So he's going to request a trade. And he's going to go somewhere else. Where do I see him going, honestly? If he were to go somewhere and get traded to... I believe the Patriots will make a big a big move for him. That's just my opinion, though. Like, Mac Jones needs all the help he needs over there. He is playing with average wide receivers. I mean, yeah, he just needs a superstar wide receiver, and I believe Mac Jones will do good things over there. So there's that. And then there's Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs definitely proved himself this year on being one of the better backs. While receiving the criticism he has in the past couple years, saying, oh, he's a bust. Why did they get him? Stuff like that. Well, he proved the haters this year by leading the league in rushing yards, right? And he was up for Offensive Player of the Year. So there's that as well. However, the Raiders are offering to just franchise tag him. And I've explained franchise tagging before. But if you guys don't know what it is, listen to my past episode. I believe it was two episodes ago I explained it. Give that a listen where I go in-depth about franchise tagging. Plus, it helps my viewership, so go ahead and give that a listen. So, in terms of Josh Jacobs, it's going to be like Devontae Adams. He He's either going to say, no, give me a contract. I deserve this amount of money. Or he's going to get traded. Like, we're just seeing the Raiders basically collapse at this point. And they need to really figure out that cap space because in the next year, there's going to be a bunch of other players who want that payday. Max Crosby is one of them. 
and he deserves that payday. We saw what he did this year. He is an elite pass rusher. Like, just craziness. Like, I don't understand how, like, a team can be, like, good and have all these good players and all that, but then all of a sudden, like, in the offseason, they're just in complete fucking shambles because, oh, fuck, we have cap space. We got to get... We got to do something about this cap space, right? Doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. So there's that. Also, I just wanted to update you guys on Lamar Jackson. So obviously, as you guys heard, that Lamar Jackson might not be a Raven this year because they're still negotiating contracts. Well, like I said in the last episode, they're about $100 million apart, right? So now Lamar Jackson, you know, he he went and said, you know what? I want X amount of years, but I want $250 million. But I want that fully guaranteed. Almost just like Deshaun Watson, how he had $230 million with the Cleveland Browns, but that's fully guaranteed. He just wants the guaranteed money. But Baltimore isn't, isn't nudging or moving. So will we see Lamar Jackson get traded? Probably. I said that before. But it's just so funny to me how, like, why wouldn't you pay the guy? I mean, fuck me. Look, the Cleveland Browns are playing are paying Deshaun Watson $230 million. He literally sat out his last season with the Texans. And he was suspended for the majority of the season this year. He was fucking suspended because he was fucking rubbing up on the massage parlors and shit like holy jesus but you know what it's cleveland being cleveland we're gonna give this guy 230 million dollars guaranteed because we see him as an elite quarterback like fuck me you might as well have just kept jacoby Brissett at that point but you know whatever right but like i said why wouldn't you pay lamar jackson 250 million dollars i mean what else does he have to prove to you He won an MVP, and he broke Michael Vick's record for most rushing yards by a QB. I mean, this year, yeah, he got hurt. But honestly, if he were still playing the way he was, he would have made it to the Pro Bowl. I mean, fuck me, look. His backup made made it to the Pro Bowl, so why couldn't Lamar Jackson make it to the Pro Bowl? Let's be real here. Doesn't make any fucking sense to me. He's, like I said, he's proved himself. He's proved himself to earn that payday. Give him the guaranteed money. Even if he's like, you know, if even if you're like, you know what? Let's sit down. You want 350 million. We will give you 350 million. Yes, you can work out the guaranteed money, but just give him like 200. Give him the exact. Just be like, okay, you can have 350 million dollars, but we're going to give you 230 million guaranteed He'll probably say, yeah, give it to me. But Baltimore doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. They have no fucking idea. Lamar Jackson's going to get traded. I'm telling you guys this. He is going to get traded. And whatever team gets him, he's going to get that big-ass payday. And the Baltimore Ravens organization is going to feel sorry for not fucking paying him. That's what's going to happen. And I cannot wait to see that. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to, to turn on Good Morning Football when I'm done my overnight 
and listen to Jason McCourty rip on the organization. I cannot wait for that. I can't wait. I'm actually really, oh, I can't wait for that. All right. So that's just a little bit of the news that's been going on. Like I said, I'm going to keep this episode short. However, guys, now is Hall of Fame or Hall of Pretty Good. I've been getting a lot of requests about this player. And honestly, I've been trying to steer away from it because I, my opinions are strong with this. Um, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. The player that's in question is actually Antonio Brown. Now, if you don't know who Antonio Brown is, you guys are living under a rock. You've seen him on the news throwing throwing his mattress out his his house. He's a rapper now, apparently. He he almost fought Logan Paul. I mean, fucking, he was on the Full Send podcast, all that sort of stuff. But you know what? Let's dive in to the episode. So he was drafted in the sixth round. He was drafted in the sixth round. Um, Obviously, he wasn't really a starter because at the time, Big Ben had Emmanuel Sanders and Martavis Bryant. So Antonio Brown didn't really get the shine he did in his rookie season. He made it to the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. He made it to the Super Bowl in his rookie year. But they lost to the Green Bay Packers. And then I guess that kind of sparked something in Antonio Brown because right after that, I believe is when Emmanuel Sanders got traded to the Broncos. So then... He moved up the Jeff chart. He fucking balled out in the offseason. Um, but yeah. So in his time in the NFL, he led the league twice in 2014-2015 in receiving yards and receptions in 2014 and 2017. Now, here's where it's going to get interesting. I Here's where it gets interesting. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler, right? I'm, I'm just reading reading out his resume. He has so many accolades, it's not even funny. Seven-time Pro Bowler, like I said, led the league receptions, receiving yards in two years. Um, he went he went up for Offensive Player of the Year. He was voted, and at one point he he was gonna be vote. He was gonna he was up for MVP, right? Like and he's been to a couple Super Bowls. He's been to two of them. I think he's won two Super Bowls, but one of them wasn't with the Steelers. It was actually when he had his little stunt with the Patriots. And I can't remember why, off the top of my head, why he got suspended from the league. Not like suspended for the rest of the season with the Patriots and in the NFL. I can't remember, but he did play like four or five games with the Patriots. And I believe what happened was when the Patriots won that that year, um, they kind of did like what they did with Josh Gordon. I remember I talked about it in a past episode where even though Josh Gordon was suspended from the league, the Patriots still gave him a ring. So in that case, I believe they did the same thing with Antonio Brown. So he won one with New England, and he also won one with the Buccaneers. So he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. I could be wrong on that. If like, you guys can look it up, I believe he's two-time or one-time. Anyway, he did win a Super Bowl. He's been to a couple Super Bowls. 
Um, we haven't heard anything from him since his little antic with the Buccaneers when he fucked, when he took off his jersey and basically told the team to fuck themselves. He's still considered a free agent. Like if if you were to go on, even if you were to go on Madden, like right now, um, they still have him as a free agent. You can sign him in that. I believe he's a free agent, but no one wants to sign him because he he has an attitude problem. He's just like uh, Terrell Owens, even though he was a really good player. Like people were like people were hesitant to sign him because you don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. I mean, look at him now. He definitely has something wrong with him. It might be CTE. It might not. Like he's throwing mattresses outside. He's fucking getting arrested. He's fucking. Oh, it's just craziness. But let's get down to it. Antonio Brown. Hall of Fame or Hall of Pretty Good. If his off the field antics are not affecting him getting into the Hall of Fame. My opinion, and people might not like it, in my opinion, he is a Hall of Famer. I mean, look what he did when he was with the Steelers. He basically dominated the league when he, he was with the Steelers. He was an elite wide receiver. And the num- like the numbers don't lie. Let's be realistic here. The numbers do not lie. So will will he be in the Hall of Fame? I believe so. However, the critics might not agree with it because of his off-the-field antics. So, in the sake of this podcast, for the Breaking Down Football podcast, I say, yes, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But for the NFL, might be different. He might not make the Hall of Fame. Like I said, guys, I am keeping this episode short because I am doing a podcast with Matt later today. And end of the week, we're actually doing a longer one like we're planning on our next next one next episode on the saturday we're actually planning on doing like one of our longest ones yet like we're talking about over like three hours type of thing just you know talking discussing what may or may not happen in the league stuff like that so with that being said thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for all the continued support that you guys show I do plan on still making a new episode every week, just updating you guys on the off season and all that. And I, yeah, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a good rest of your morning. Thank you guys so much. Take care.